0: Christy Bilbrey. right after college, I started my career in a Senate press office and then the White House. For the next seven years, I worked in corporate marketing before starting my own business. As soon as I did, the one thing I realized that none of those experiences taught me was how to market myself. Promoting yourself can mess with your head. Discovering brand storytelling and learning how to put it to work in my messaging saved my business. Once I learned this, I started teaching other business owners how to put it to work in their business as well. I created the Business That Story Built podcast to help strengthen the stories we tell ourselves and the stories we tell others. Audiences crave the human side of businesses. They want to get to know you, follow you and interact with you outside of the buying experience. This can be intimidating to say the least if you're ready to take your mindset and your messaging to the next level then you're in the right place let's get started thank you so much for listening today i'm really excited because this is the finale of the series that we've been going through if you have been listening you know that we have been in the thought leader series and today i get to give you my favorite takeaways from each of those episodes. I hope you've learned as much as I have going through that because, um, I have learned a ton. I have taken a bunch of notes. I have begun implementing a lot of these things into my business. So today I just kind of wanted to reflect on, I think there have been 11 episodes in this thought leader series. So I just want to reflect on my favorite pieces that I think can really help you right away and might make you want to go back and uh, re-listen to or listen for the first time to some of these episodes. So the way I'm going to do this is I'm actually going to start with the first episode of the series, which is how to become a thought leader. And then I'm actually going to go to the very end of the series and kind of work my way back through and give some of my favorite takeaways from each episode most recent to furthest back. So there you go. That's the plan. And the way that I kicked off this series was first of all, just defining what is a thought leader, what's the purpose, and then how do you start moving in that direction to become one, and why would you even want to become one? And the gist of it with that one is you know, when you think about what is a thought leader, it's it's your go-to person so in whatever realm whatever area it is you probably have a go-to person oh shoot I don't know I'm not sure what to do in that area let me talk to so and so because they know everything about that so how do you how do you become that um because that's really important to become that person that people automatically think of in your area So you want to think about, well, what do I want to be the go-to person for and who are the people that I want coming to me? So before you do anything else, you really need to map out that strategy as specifically as you can. And then what exactly do they come to you for? They come to you to learn the lay of the land in a new area that maybe they're unfamiliar with, to find out trends in an area, to find out What are the must haves that I, you know, even if I can't totally dive in, what do I absolutely need to do in this area? You're the person who would share that. And then what's coming down the road? What are predictions for the future? How can I prepare for next year in this area? What do I need to know about? So you would be the person who would share that with them. And those are again, this is just kind of a nutshell, but that's really what it is and why you would want to become one so then how how do you go about that well a lot of it has to do with you know we've just talked about strategy so when it comes to sharing your message it's the way you share your message it's the way you package yourself and that's really the gist of this series so we get into okay if you look at different places where you're communicating with your audience how do you do that well to convey yourself as a thought leader so you're going to be some some very general ground rules you're going to share your message on repeat right because if you want to be known for something you need to cover it a lot in a lot of different ways everywhere that you show up and uh, you want to make sure that every time you communicate you are focused specifically on your ideal buyer and I get into that in that first episode it's episode 31. So you're going to want to know who those people are, and then you're going to want to know why would they come to you? So you need to share those really important pieces about why you're a thought leader in this area. Probably you care about it so much because you had some sort of experience that made you think, hey, this is pretty important. And you've devoted your career to that. So you want to make sure that they have that personal connection. They see, oh, yeah, here's why this person is so great in that area don't want them to just focus on the tips you want them to focus on you as the thought leader for all things related to that so that's that's what we get into and you know you want to share what what are the big things that you've learned in this area that really shaped you in this area those are some of the things that you're going to work through in your messaging okay so so that was episode 31 just kind of getting the ball rolling and Then I want to go all the way to the end, which is episode 42. And that one was focused on Instagram marketing. And I know there are a ton of different places that you can market yourself. But I feel like right now in this moment, the main places that you need to make sure you are showing up are the places where a lot of people are going as soon as they hear about you. if they think, hmm, you know, I heard this person on this podcast or somehow I came across this person and I want to know a little bit more about them. They're probably going to Google you and we'll get into that. We'll get into um, showing up in different places on Google. They're probably also going to look at social media and right now some big social media platforms are Instagram and LinkedIn, especially LinkedIn. I would say for the business to business community, especially. But episode 42 is Instagram marketing. And I brought someone on Amy Studer, and she actually specializes in working with women over 40 to show up on Instagram as themselves, helps them do it. So she gave a lot of really great tips. First thing, if you've been following Instagram, what's going on reels have really been taken over. So we got into, do you absolutely have to have that as a part of your strategy on Instagram? And she said, well, Yes, (laughs) you really do. So it doesn't have to be the only thing you do, but it definitely needs to be a part of what you do. She also recommended starting with Instagram stories if you're not used to and comfortable showing up in video and speaking to your audience, showing them your face. Um, That is a really easy way to do it because they can just be super quick clips and they're only up for 24 hours unless you save, save them in your highlights but that's a really easy way that she recommended to get started she also said stop following all your competitors because it's really bad for mental health that's only going to shut you down it's not going to inspire you the way that you think it is so she said get out of there and she also said don't feel like you need to jump on every new feature because Instagram has been releasing new feature after new feature after new feature. And when you're doing other things in your business and this is one small component that can make you just feel exasperated, like, why do I even bother? So I loved how she talked about, don't worry about that. Just focus on a few things and your strategy and let that be it. She recommends starting very simply. Don't worry about having all kinds of fancy apps and tools she said just use the Instagram app just shoot your videos and your stories in the app and she even does a lot of her scheduling using meta aka Facebook and um, that allows you to schedule posts both for Facebook and Instagram so again that's that's built in they really tend to favor you using their native platform so if you're starting out or maybe you're not starting out, maybe you're like me and you can just easily let that fall to the wayside, then just use the easiest tools in the system, the existing system. It's a great episode. I recommend you go back and check that out. Um, I think those are the biggies for me from that episode. Episode 40 was email marketing with Kate Doster. And I really loved how she simplified this because Again, email marketing can feel really daunting and it's easy to feel like, oh, my gosh, either I haven't reached out to my list in a while. So how do I catch up or how do I plan? How do I batch create content? She did a really good job simplifying and saying focus on one thing. Each email should focus on one thing. So in your planning, this really helped me. It can be as simple as saying, okay, in this episode, I'm going to focus on client testimonial in this episode i'm going to focus on promoting this podcast episode in this uh in this email excuse me not episode in this email i'm going to focus on um you know promoting a service or giving a tip or giving you know sharing a trend or an article or something that's really helped me but one thing and i think i just listed six or seven right there boom there you go there's almost two months of content and you can keep it short and sweet to really engage your audience. So, for me, that was super helpful. She also had some great ideas with how to get more comfortable in letting it be your voice and the way that you naturally speak and flow because that's going to serve your audience the best as well as build up your brand. So, again, great episodes to check out. Episode 39 Working Our Way Back was pitching the media with Jody Fisher and he is he is great at just keeping it again, I love, I love these experts who come in and they show you how to just keep it simple, no fluff, go straight to what works. So we're talking about pitching the media and, you know, he said, keep your pitch really clear, really short. It can be one sentence. It can literally just tell the reporter or whoever it is that you're pitching. Uh, I have this person to speak on this topic for this reason, that if you know that is what the reporter focuses on, just keep it really, really specific and make sure that you're sharing exactly why it's going to benefit that reporter. And then when you follow up, add, he said, don't just follow up to follow up, follow up and add something extra. And he recommended just one, one specific piece of why you think the person, whether it's yourself or a client, why that person is the perfect fit for this piece. And he said a lot of times that's gonna make them, you know, it's a little juicy morsel and they're gonna say, oh right. And then they're gonna skim down to your previous email and see, oh yeah, who was that person again? Okay, I do need to get that person there. So I thought he had some really good tips to just help get noticed and generate more interest from the media. Episode 38 was strengthen your mindset with Laura Terrell. She is a client of mine who um previously was one of the top litigators in this country for some of the biggest law firms in the world. And um now she she helps a lot of business owners, some lawyers, some, you know, just various areas of business owners to really build that, build their career, build their clientele. And so she has a ton of great mindset tips. We really, dived into mindset and she said one thing that was great is no one is immune to fear so it's easy to look at people and think oh gosh that person's nothing like me they don't have the same issues and even if some issues may be different no one is immune to fear so don't feel don't isolate yourself with that mindset she said one of the most critical mindsets to develop is resilience and that could just help you because Everyone is going to fail, but you need to shift the way that you view failure. If you look at inventors, if you look at, you know, successful CEOs, you can you can find biography after biography of people who didn't let failure um, end them and their career and their passion to pursue something. And so you need to look at it as a learning experience. And she shares some great some great tips on that and Uh, We also got into a little bit about what does it mean to be an imposter and have imposter syndrome and how to avoid that. And she had some great tips on shifting that. And that just because you're new doesn't mean you're an imposter. She gave this example. If you're not the president of the United States and you walk around telling people that you're the president of the United States, that is an imposter. But being new and maybe not having quite as much experience as the competitor next to you has that does not make you an imposter so you need to step into your space own the fact that you're new and don't let that hold you back so really great if you are struggling with fear or imposter syndrome um and then one final tip you know especially for people who are going from corporate to having their own business when you're in corporate it's easy to kind of get spoiled where you have all these different departments that might be supporting you, providing advice and help in different areas. And then you go into your own business. And I'm sure if you're new in business, you've heard a lot of people say, now you're the one wearing every hat. So one thing that you can do to ease that transition and just um, bolster your business faster is to think ahead of time about developing a network of contacts in these different areas that you feel like you do rely on and need from time to time, if nothing else, just for people to bounce ideas off of and make sure that you're going in the right direction. Um, If they can be a second set of eyes or just listen to your ideas on different topics. So that was a great mindset. Um, If you want to develop the mindset of a thought leader, because you are going to have to pursue this. This is not a quick overnight experience, right? You, this is a year over year, you communicating your message building and building and so it takes a really strong mindset okay episode 37 LinkedIn LinkedIn is another one of those platforms that especially if you're in the B2B area this is where a lot of deals are done people find each other so it's important to understand how LinkedIn works and how to show up and I interviewed Dr Melissa Hennell and something one of the first things that she mentioned that I loved was Show it up on LinkedIn as a business owner, not as an employee. And she talked about some of the differences and where an employee is going to show up, and you know their headline is going to talk about some of their credentials, some of their um, titles, things that they have earned. And it's easy when you become a business owner to just shift those titles, but still have that mentality and the way you present yourself. And she said that that can actually hurt you. So she recommended, don't just say, you know, that you're a podcaster, that you're an author, whatever it is, these titles that you have, focus on the solution that you offer your audience. And this was something after we spoke, I went in and updated my, my profile um, and I, I just found it really helpful. And she said to think about LinkedIn as your digital storefront because for people, so much discovery is happening on LinkedIn and it's a great place for um, people to discover you. But when you go onto someone's profile, you see this light blue banner is automatically what everyone's given. And that is not showing up in your your digital storefront. So you want it to have your branding. You want it to be like, um, you know, if someone were digitally walking into a store, You'd want them to see your brand if you were if they were walking into a retail store, a brick and mortar store. So think along those lines. Make sure that your branding is a part of it and the way that you speak about yourself and what you offer, your mission, that that is all communicated in there. So again, she goes into some really great details in ways to immediately draw more attention to your profile for your ideal customers. That was episode 37. Episode 36 is about become a better interviewer. And that was with Mike and Kim Barnes. So for anyone listening who is a podcaster, I'm talking to you, make sure you listen up. And they had a ton of great tips. They actually were newscasters for 30 years. So they have a ton of experience with interviewing. And something that I thought was great was don't just stick to the questions. Make sure that you are really paying attention to the guest and uh, go where the conversation leads. If they have something that sounds really interesting, you may dig up something that's far more interesting for your audience than your initial question. So don't just politely listen when they respond and then go to the next question, the next question, the next question. Genuinely engage in the conversation. Listen to what they're saying and respond accordingly. Also, when preparing, think about the format. Is this is the intention of this interview to learn more about the person? Is it their story that you're really trying to uncover or is it the topic? Because that's also going to shape the types of questions that you uh, ask them and the types of follow up that you pursue. Uh, Finally, something that I really liked in in that episode was that before you start the interview you want to establish a rapport with the person you're interviewing you want them to feel comfortable so that they are willing to open up more than maybe they anticipated you don't you know you don't want someone who's sitting there really uncomfortable just trying to get through it you want someone who feels like this is a genuine conversation so great ways to do that just take a few minutes before you hit that record button and Get to know them as a person and maybe dive into a little bit about the topic in asking them how it relates to them as a person, you know, where they're from, what their story is, just get that comfortability so that when you do hit record or if the lights and cameras are coming on, they're focused on you and not just the fact that this is an interview because you want it to feel more conversational, more personal, because that's what your audience is interested in. And then I actually had them a double feature with them. So the prior episode, episode 35, was about becoming a better interview guest. So for anyone who's listening, who is a podcast guest speaker, or you're just really focused on PR, then listen up. This is for you. Some great tidbits. Let's see. Where do I want to start? My notes here got really, really small i had a lot going on okay so you want you want to focus you don't want to focus on the fact that oh my gosh a hundred people or a thousand people or tens of thousands of people are going to listen to this because that is going to come across so you want to just focus in your mind on that audience of one and think about who is your biggest supporter is it your spouse is it your mom is it your best friend just picture yourself speaking to that person um, because that's going to come through and you do want to be you don't want to shy away and be timid this is really your opportunity to shine so you want to think about people who are just celebrating your wins excited about whatever you have to share and that's the energy that you want to bring so i thought that was a really great way to focus also remember when you're brought in for an interview that they already see you as the expert so you don't have to you don't have to oversell it but you also don't have to shy away and think oh you know what if they don't think that i'm very good at this or that no they've already brought you in as the expert so when you come on just own that role so you know when you think about talking to your best friends or your top clients your colleagues about your area and you get really fired up and excited to talk about it because you know a lot about it just let that come through and just own that uh let's see what else oh this is just gold I love this so it's easy also to think well I'm just the one getting interviewed I'm not the interviewer I don't get to decide the direction of the conversation au contraire you may not get to choose the questions but you get to control how you answer them so before you go into an interview know exactly what you want to get out of it what is the message that you want to make sure you drive home or a few you know key points that you really want to make sure that you make and then when you answer make sure that you are finding a way to work in those those pieces those messages i know some people get a little nervous thinking what if they ask me a question i really don't want to answer or i'm not prepared to answer again that's where you get to remind yourself i get to control how i answer this and you can think about um, politicians are great at this right so if they're asked a question they don't want to answer what do they do they just talk about whatever they want to talk about so you do have more control than you realize as a guest so great great tips on how to how to be a stronger interview guest okay we are down in the final stretch here so this is episode 34 tick tock for business with sam vlascha and this is a platform that is growing like crazy obviously Instagram is trying to copy them a ton with reels and a lot of changes because TikTok has become so huge. So if you're not on that platform and you're thinking, how in the world do I even start? I I feel like that's for teenagers. It's not. She gets into a lot about how it can be leveraged by business owners. And one tip she had and if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have to come up with all these videos. Think in terms of a series so pick one topic and break each point into a 30 second video and those can be a series of videos that you share with your audience. Um, And she said do not aim for perfection, I know, with a video, it can be really intimidating, especially if you're not already using that regularly in your business. So do not wait for perfection. It is done over perfection. She said, hey, if it's 50% of what you're looking for, post it. That can be scary, but it's more important for you to just get out there and start connecting now before you do any of that. She did recommend take some time to develop your strategy. So again, we've talked about uh, in other episodes in this series about knowing who your audience is and what you want to be known for. Find your audience. What are the hashtags they're using? Find some of your competitors. What are the hashtags they're using? What is, you know, what are some of the topics they're hitting on that make sense for you? So make sure you have a decent sense of awareness about that when you get started, just so that you can really maximize those videos that you put out there. Also, because you are likely to repurpose what you put on TikTok on Instagram. So just make sure she said that you remove that watermark because Instagram is going to uh, ding that. They want to focus on their own platform. So they don't want you to focus on promoting TikTok. So just remove that watermark and that can help significantly in getting that out to more people on Instagram. Instagram. Okay, there's a lot more that she went into, but those were a few of the takeaways that I really appreciated. Moving on, we have two more episodes to cover. Episode 33 was paid speaking with Taylor Payne. We really focused on keynote speaking. So again, when you think about a thought leader, you probably think about someone who's a keynote speaker speaking in front of large audiences so if this is an area that you want to pursue then he gave some really really great tips one place that you may not think to pursue initially is speaker bureaus purely from a research standpoint he goes into a lot of specifics about what you want to take a look at on existing speakers who are represented by that speaker bureau that can be helpful for you in getting started um he also recommended several speaker bureaus to check out some of the most reputable that you'll want to pay attention to and he said you know just in terms of mistakes or, or things people don't necessarily think of one is the timeline so from the time you start researching your topic and um who has who is looking for speakers on that topic until the time that you actually go on stage, speak, you know, if that's virtually, if that is in person, until the time you know that you're delivering your speech, that can be six to 12 months. So don't jump into this thinking, okay, I want to have my results in three months, understand how that game is played, it is a long term strategy. So he gets into how to really approach the different facets of that timeline. Another is you may think that it's best to start out with a really low rate but you need to understand when it comes to paid speaking there are parameters that are in place for paid speakers so you are possibly selling yourself short undervaluing yourself and he said if you aren't sure where to start five thousand dollars is where you start and then he kind of get he goes into specifics about how you progress from there, the way that you go about it. Really great tips if you want to pursue paid speaking as a thought leader. Okay. And then the final episode that we're going to cover. And that was one where I was the speaker uh, and that is podcast guest speaking. And I start out kind of sharing that this year I started an agency. I shifted gears in my business pivoted to an agency that went all in with podcast guest speaking because I think it is so important to get your message out there why why would I limit myself to podcast guest speaking well here's why there's nowhere else that I have found in online marketing where you can get an audience to get excited about showing up and paying attention to a single piece of content for 30 to 60 minutes it's insane that is not happening anywhere else take advantage because you hear over and over it's the no like trust factor it's the no like trust factor well in 30 to 60 minutes you can share a lot of pieces of your no like trust factor Um, so I get into that I get into a lot of those details and you also don't have to build your own audience you are going to someone who has probably spent years building their audience and you get to take advantage. Not only do you get to take advantage of someone who has painstakingly built that audience, but they bring you in right away as an expert. So again, you just get to show up in that role. It's awesome. Take advantage. You get to really share your stories, your tips, how you work with people, experiences of some of the people that you've worked with, what's going on, how people can connect with you it's wonderful and so there's there's really nothing else like it and unlike a lot of other platforms the SEO that you build in those links from every episode that you do those last for years so you know in when I do research for my clients and I'm looking up podcasts there could be podcasts where I'm like, oh, this one looks amazing because it's still showing up really high in search results on Google and it might have been defunct for two to three years. So you are still going to reap the benefits of that 30 to 60 minute episode for years. It will go to work for you to help bring you quality leads. It is such a great lead generator. So I don't care what else you have going on in your marketing strategy. I want podcast guest speaking to be a part of that. And it's also great because you can do it in the middle of your work day from your house and then get right back to work or being a mom or whatever it is that you are doing. So now real quick, what how do you how do you become a part of this? How do you get noticed? How do you pitch people like we have talked about throughout the series? You need to know who your audience is that you're trying to get in front of and what you want to be known for. In this case, when you know what you want to be known for, that's going to give you a lot of guidance in terms of the speaker topics that you are going to start pitching. And then once you understand the audience that you want to get in front of, that's going to reveal a lot of the options for podcasts. Guys, there are tens and hundreds of thousands of active, wonderful podcasts for you to get in front of. So that is going to give you a little bit of a guide to say, okay, here are the shows that are great for me and here's where I am a good fit for them. I am also a podcaster, so I'm going to tell you from my own annoyance what makes a bad pitch, what makes a good pitch to make sure that you get pitched to the right places and get yeses. You need to know who you're pitching. There are so many people who just think, oh, she's a marketing podcast. This person is marketing or I'm a marketing person. Therefore, I am the perfect guest for her show. No, there's a lot of room to grow in there. You need to show me why you like, what do you know about my show? And why are you a good fit for my audience? What can you reference to say? I love this about your show because of that. I also share this similarity so I would be a great fit and I can add value to your audience by speaking on this topic or these topics so you need to show why it works and it needs to be really really short needs to just say I love this about your show I also share this value or this topic or whatever it is that you share and then how you can be a benefit to them You also need to share a couple credibility points so that they know you are an expert so that they can feel comfortable introducing you as an expert. But I get into more details, but those are some really top takeaways that can help you get yeses fast when you are pitching. I hope that helps. I hope you love this series as much as I did. Oh, my gosh, I just bringing back my podcast and and really focusing on interviewing a lot of guests just it was so invigorating for me it's helped my business a lot already um it's a ton of fun so i love both sides of it i love being the guest and i love being the podcaster i hope you enjoyed this series and i will see you and chat with you next time to succeed in business you need brand awareness authority and trust To get those, you need visibility. Podcasts offer each of these. It's a unicorn platform because it gives you the scarcest resource in digital marketing, attention. Did you know that 80% of podcast audiences listen to the entire episode, and more than 50% consider buying from a brand or individual that they discover on a podcast? Building your own show and audience takes years. Grow faster by guest speaking on other podcasts to get more leads, build your SEO, and strengthen your brand. To learn how my agency can help, email me at hello at